0: Buckle up and prepare for Quantum Leap in 3, 2, 1. And hello. You've arrived to the Strategic Possibilities Show, where you'll discover ideas and opportunities that can rock your world. And here's your host, Emmett Ferguson. there artists in this video i'm going to be simplifying nfts for you recently i wrote the book with my writing partner mr steve bagianski uh, we wrote the book the simple artist's guide to forge a path and nfts and in this video i'm going to condense that entire book into a very simplified and brief video explaining nfts in the most possible simple possible way so that artists can get it and here's the first topic that we're going to tackle is i've had a lot of feedback on the concept of nfts i've spoken with quite a few artists a lot of artists are skeptical a lot of artists feel that there's like some sort of it's a dark um dark world in nfts and they hear about like some of the controversy and the illegal activities that sometimes happen around nfts like some people talk call it like some sort of you know money laundering and all of that so with that said you know i want to say this straight up front that there probably is activity that you would not want to be associated with in nfts somewhere in the world just like that there's people using real money real cash dollars bills uh hundreds of dollars thousands of dollars american dollars um pesos the the, the asian yuan the uh the rupee the ruble you know all of these currencies, yes, somewhere in the world, there might be someone who's using them in an unethical way. So to avoid blockchain, to avoid NFTs, be, to avoid cryptocurrency, before you heard before you heard something negative about it, uh, to, to avoid it because you heard something negative about it, is like saying that you don't want money, you don't care about money, you don't want to be involved in... Any sort of selling art in real life or anything like that, just because uh, you know that there's some people who use money and uh, in unethical ways. So that's the big thing right there. I don't know why this is such a big, um, you know, detriment to some people, why some people have such strong feelings about this, about that idea of the potential that someone out there, you know, who's using blockchain and cryptocurrency in an unethical way. I mean, that's on them, but the blockchain itself, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, uh, 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 anything based on avalanche avalanche network, um, you know, all of those projects, all of like the top 20, top 30, top 50 projects in blockchain. I don't want to say all of them cause I don't know for sure, but most of them are not some organization. It's not some organization that's, you know, got some, uh, some like really complicated scam or complex like illegal activities going on. It's not an organization. You have to look at these uh, cryptocurrencies, these different blockchain projects as their own independent thing. And yes, there might be some blockchain project, there might be some cryptocurrency or token that gets launched that is illegal. That you know, somebody is literally just making it for a scam because it's not that difficult to create a cryptocurrency, a blockchain project. But there is a chance that there are some people that are creating scams. And there's some people that might be using it for illegal activities. Just and there's some people, number one, Bitcoin, totally trusted, reliable, people believe in Bitcoin. You know, there probably are people that are transacting Bitcoin, using it in a way that you would not want to be associated with those specific people doing it. So yes, that is possible. But to have that as the only reason that you avoid blockchain and cryptocurrency is, is to me, um, you know, something that's, I I don't understand because that would be like, as I mentioned, trying to avoid money or a job or, you know, any sort of uh, being a part of an entire like, you know, uh, internet be, uh, not wanting to become part of Facebook or LinkedIn just because there's somebody out there who's using those tools or email, like someone who wants to use uh, emails for scams or Facebook for scams or to do something illegal for whatever reason, you know, I'm not condoning any of the legal activities, but I'm saying if you like feel that feel that sense of responsibility that you don't want to get involved just because of that factor, um, you know, just realize that it's not an organization it's not an individual person that is using these things and i, I felt like this is an important topic to tackle, tackle and spend some time on because this is the bi- the biggest criticism that i've heard i mean aside from the eco eco friendly um being more conservational with energy and all that besides that big topic this, for some reason people seem to have like this image of cryptocurrency nft's blockchain as this like dark world cd underground belly world that if you get involved in that you know you're 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 getting involved in something illegal but what it really is is blockchain itself is totally neutral just like money money is neutral there's nothing money has absolutely no meaning except the meaning that we give it you could give $5 to somebody but if they've never seen money in their life if they've never seen a $5 US dollar bill in their life they have no clue what that means it's just a piece of paper but to them, you know, a, a rock that they might own, a pet rock might have some meaning, right? This is just an example. But money itself has no bias or atta- like meaning attached to it until you give it a meaning. That's with many things in the world. And it is also true for blockchain. And we're primarily going to be talking about the top blockchains. Um, so Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, right? So now that we've got this... Concept of blockchain it's neutral there is nothing currently illegal itself with cryptocurrency blockchain or nfts it's how each individual who creates it and purchases it uses it that may be unethical so you know as long as you're not associated with those people as long as you're not you're not involved in those projects as long as you take control of your personal nft projects and that you take the effort to understand what blockchain is as you're doing with this video then There's really little to no risk. Now, the second big thing that people end up talking about is, oh, well, there's scams and I can lose so much money and all of that when it comes to NFTs. But here's where that goes wrong is if you're an artist, if you create NFTs, if you're just just like you're a digital artist, you want to upload your NFTs then the chances of you losing money are very slim. You can lose money if you start to think of investing in NFTs, if you start to think of investing in cryptocurrencies or buying and trading, or if someone, you know, scams you or uh, you spend like, you know, you start to get in that world, right? You haven't spoken to the financial advisor. You, you know, let's say you haven't spoken to a financial advisor and you heard someone say, oh, well, buy this coin or this token. And, um, you know, yeah, you can lose a lot of money that way. You can lose everything that way. You could have all your money taken overnight that way, depending on you know how you get involved. So always speak with a financial advisor, or certified professional. But if you're selling NFTs, if you're creating art, if you're creating some sort of um, asset, a graphic, digital, internet-based asset that you can upload online, then besides the small amount you might have to pay for fees, there really is... There should not be any risk to you there should not be any financial risk to you unless again if you have to pay sometimes you have to pay like a small fee there's some fearless nft creation now and also uh, if you decide if you 're like a bigger brand you you're an artist you're well known you're successful then maybe you'll want to consider hiring a marketing team people that can help market and manage your nfts for you so that's a big consideration but if your focus, again, there's two separate focuses when it comes to blockchain here, it's either you're creating the NFT, which it's like, you know, you got to pay for in real life, you have to pay for a, a, um, a palette, you got to pay for the paint, you got to pay for the, the canvas to paint on, you have to pay for those things, you have to cover your fees or, you know, get your, your person who's commissioning you to cover those fees. And then you have to do the work of post coloring them. And if you don't have a commission, then you got to find ways to get it out to people. You have to maybe pay to put it in a gallery or whatever. But whatever that is, I mean, those fees are necessary for NFTs. It shouldn't be that much. So with that said, if you're only doing NFTs, then all you really need to understand is how to upload NFTs, how to decide on a price, and then maybe a little bit about how to market and some of the fees involved. And you also have to know like which, which cryptocurrency you wanna be involved with because there's different blockchains and you wanna be involved with a trusted one. So a big popular one is Ethereum and Solana. And, uh, and Phantom is coming up. These are gonna be big ones for NFTs where people are gonna be buying and selling NFTs because they're trusted, they're reliable, they're made decentralized, which means that there's not a single group or person that controls the blockchain Although they might have the platforms, a single organization that owns the platforms, like say OpenSea or uh, Rarible or anything like that. So, now that we've got that out of the way, the money question. Avoiding this entire topic, there's there's literally if you're just selling NFTs on uh, online, like if you're just selling art online, there's no reason to get into this entire conversation of investing in cryptocurrency or blockchain. If you're thinking about possibly losing money, it's probably because you're, you're, you've got this idea that, you know, you get involved in blockchain, you buy cryptocurrency, it can all disappear tomorrow and you can lose all your money. Yes, that's true, right? So again, we're focusing totally solely on NFTs and the creation of art and this, and this amazing new technology that we have today. So, where are we? NFTs, it's a digital art uploaded, but here's what makes it amazing. It is a part of the blockchain. Now, let me try to explain blockchain as simply as possible. Bitcoin, which is worth going to check out, reading up on, there's a white paper that outlines the entire reason Bitcoin exists. And it was to solve a lot of problems that dealt with financial transfer financial assets through the internet. And some of the main problems that would happen is, how do you know that the person A is the person that you're supposed to be sending the, the asset to. How do you create it? How do you make sure that there's no duplicates? How do you make sure that someone who has $10 and sends $5 to person B, that they don't accidentally, they're not able to hack it and keep that $5, but still send $5 to the other person? You know? So when you think about that, you know, banks have tried to solve this problem with their own centralized organizations and their systems inside the banks. But to do that in a decentralized way across the world between people, that's where blockchain came in. That's where Bitcoin came in. So if you want an exact example of how blockchain works, go uh, look up Anders Brownworth, A-N-D-E-R-S last name Brownworth B-R-O-W-N-W-O-R-T-H on any search engine and look up blockchain demo. And what that is is it shows you exactly how the blockchain works and how the entire blockchain starts to expand with more and more blocks. So why is it called a chain? It's because there's a bunch of transactions that happen, a bunch of you know documented transactions, tr- whether it be transfer creation of a Bitcoin or Ethereum or transfer of Ethereum or transfer an NFT, that gets documented on the block. And then on that block, Once this block is done, it closes, and then the next block starts, and then the next block, and then the next block, and then the next block, and the next block, and so on. It's for eternity and until, you know, blockchain, until people decide this is a better technology than blockchain. But it will be out there for eternity, hypothetically, theoretically, right? So you've got this huge blockchain and continues to build and build. Things in the past are not changeable. So this is where NFTs come in. NFTs are basically when you upload an NFT, when you create a digital art piece, when you make a piece of art, all you are doing is minting. It's called minting. but Basically, you're establishing a moment in time on the blockchain and this on this piece of documented history for, for from the beginning of that blockchain or cryptocurrency, say Ethereum, until eternity. It can be traced and you are documenting that NFT. You are minting it and securing it its place. And creation on the blockchain for that moment in time, and as there's more blockchains created, block blocks created, that moment is going to be secured. That's it. That really is it. All this other complication regarding, you know, you don't need to be a developer. You just need to know that the reliable platforms that allow you to get your payouts, that allow you to upload, and they do the work of actually um, implementing the the storing or minting the piece on the blockchain and they do that with code they do that with the technology and they do that by establishing a specific time and our piece on the blockchain and that is really it so any more complications are ultimately just expanding on expanding on things that are not necessarily helpful and conducive to what you want to achieve So looking at that, you want to be an artist, you want to be able to sell NFTs. I mean, what's the point? Obviously you could just, so for the longest time since Facebook, since the beginning of the internet, right? Like the, the eighties, nineties, when the internet started to really boom and people could start posting content online, I'm going to go out and say this, that artists Digital artists specifically and people that upload content have not been valued. Like we, we we, have taken for granted for so long, myself included, and many artists have taken for granted so long, digital artists, people who are on Instagram posting their artwork all the time have been vastly, vastly undervalued because they're literally uploading it for free and who gets the benefit? Obviously the viewer gets the entertainment and the joy but the company like say Instagram is the company that is getting the value out of it cuz when they have viewers, when they have people looking at the pieces, they get paid because advertisers are paying them for attention. So, for the longest time, people have been uploading them, uploading their content for free. And then, you know, we've we've gotten into this long decades, multi-decade long mindset that content is free, that art is free, that art is openly available that, you know, Now if I create art, I should just create it for free. And the internet, all the social media has made it almost. So that has made it almost like routine that that is, but fast forward to quite a few years to play websites like YouTube and Facebook's creator program websites like Amazon, they've created ways that creators can make money through either advertising or they can make money through affiliate marketing they can make it through, you know, just mentioning products and sponsoring products and things like that. So, these other websites have made opportunities for creators and artists alike to still be able to upload art but also be able to get a piece of the revenue for themselves. But get this. It is up until blockchain was created, up until up until Bitcoin was created in I believe it was 2008. I don't remember the exact date, but 2008. Up until 2008 or 2009, when it started to really get up, and you know Satoshi Nakamoto started making more posts, and people started to become more curious. Up until 2008 or 2009, there was almost no, there there was very few ways for an independent artist to just literally sell a graphic, visual graphic, a JPEG and a, a PNG, a visual graphic online, without it easily being stolen. So let me rephrase that because you could have uploaded artwork to websites that allowed you to get paid for it. There were plenty out there even up until 2008, even up until today. And there were print on demand services. But to actually be able to document that you are the specific owner of that NFT, to actually just be able to sell the JPEG itself, the the PNG, the little piece of artwork image itself in a digital format, was very, very, very difficult without it getting stolen, right? People could obviously take screenshots and upload it and no one would ever know if they actually owned it. Now, fast forward to 2008 with NFTs, this has become a, a an opportunity, a massive opportunity, a massive revolutionary technology for artists to be able to create and upload and be able to sell their work And yes, it can still be screenshotted, it can still be copied, it can still be taken away, but the fact that you created it, if you're able to create it, you upload it, you mint it, and you're able to establish exactly that you were the creator of that item, and anybody who decides to buy it from here on to eternity is going to have that documented tracking that they are the official owner of that official piece of artwork. Now, there's a lot of controversy now, there's a lot of debate Going on as to you know who owns the content, how much they own it, whether it's their intellectual property, um, you know there's gonna probably gonna be some more law cases in the future, and if this is one of your major concerns, definitely communicate with a lawyer, talk to a intellectual property rights lawyer. So if this is a big concern for you, like you're a bigger artist and you want to make sure that you know you have the right, like who has the rights and all that, that's gonna be. There's probably going to be more cases in the future that help to establish who owns what NFTs um, and who owns the right to the intellectual property and how that all works, especially as it relates to blockchain as we move into the future. But for now, blockchain is one of the only and few ways that you can establish a piece of artwork as authentic, a digital graphic as authentic, online, unchangeable, and also be able to sell it at the same time. Cause if you just sell it on a random website with no blockchain, people can copy that people can put it on another website and try to sell it. And you know, people can buy the graphic in, in tons and tons of bulk and that's great if you're selling stock photos. But if you want to sell a unique piece of art, if you want to sell a unique independently piece of intellectual property, and you also want to potentially earn commissions from it for for in perpetuity because you can get royalties every time a product, every time an NFT piece gets resold, depending on what platform you use. So if you want to be able to do that, if you want to, the people who are gonna buy it to have faith and to have belief that, and they have to understand a blockchain too, to understand that what they're getting is authentic and what they're getting is gonna be owned by them and that even if it does get stolen, even if someone does create a mock-up that they for sure have the proof, the official original copy of that, or maybe you make a hundred copies, a hundred, maybe you make one NFT and you make a hundred of them available to whoever wants to buy it. Then at least they know that they're getting it from original source. And that is so valuable for some people because It is true that they can get stolen. It is true that anybody can take an NFT, screenshot it, post it as their default photo or something that they, and pretend like they own it. But when it comes to ownership, when it comes to truly owning an asset, you know, people who are faking it can only go so far. But if you actually own the NFTs, ownership and actually having the, excuse me, that asset matters to you which it does to many people who are going to spend good money, potentially good money on your art, then that minting on the blockchain, that security, that safety of knowing that a piece is authentic, that a piece was created by you, the artist that they want to purchase from, that you know there, there may be other copies, but the, the true one that was minted on blockchain belongs to them, that they have it in their wallet. That can make all the difference and it has created this New opportunity for artists. So, even if you just, I mean, if you want to sell just stock photos and you're not really too concerned about people, you know, possibly screenshotting and copying your work, whatever, then, you know, you've got plenty of websites to offer stock photos. You've got plenty of websites to offer stock art. There's print on demand services if you want to, you know, go to like ArtStation and post your work online and they do the printing for you. Or if you want to print your artwork on a pillow or a mug or something and sell it that way i think amazon has print on demand services for stuff like that but if you have independent or individual digital pieces that are unique that are very creative that are different and you don't just want to post it on social media because you believe in the value of your work and you haven't gotten stuck in that rut of devaluing your work because it's been free for on social media since like the beginning of facebook in 2004 until 2008 Wow, that's, that's only 4 years it's pretty amazing me but even the beginning of the internet like when people could start finally start to upload files like around AOL time or the 80s or you know netscape and all that when people could finally do that i mean it cost them money to upload because they got to pay for the bandwidth and all that but they were never truly able to to claim their art because Ultimately, it was so easily stolen. It was so easily copied. You could easily, you know, claim it as your own. But now, blockchain is just one step forward for artists. One step into the 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 future for artists and their ability to make up, make money online. Their ability to make money through the blockchain and cryptocurrency. Um, it's just one step in the right direction to be able to claim intellectual property, virtual digital graphics and artwork. And establish it and this opens up a whole new world we're talking crypto gaming and metaverse which you've probably already heard about you've probably done some research on and you probably know a little bit about maybe even know more about it than i do but ultimately when you have something on the blockchain you can have verified proof and evidence of ownership of that property there's so far beyond where this can go it is absolutely amazing. You could create exclusive communities for people that own the crypto curve or that own the NFTs. You can create games that, because you could show evidence, like you can own the image of a game item. You can own an image of a item in a blockchain game, but unless you own the NFT asset, there's not much you can do with it. It's just, it's just an image. So. One final thing I want to wrap up with is: Will people be able to copy NFTs? If I create an NFT in 2001 and it becomes a big hit and sells a million dollars, or if you do, right? For example, you in 2000, I, I said 2001 for some reason, but 2025. Let's say 2025 because there was something in blockchain in 2001. But say you wanted to uh, create something and upload your artwork in 2025. You create it, you upload it, it's minted in 2025, and then it. It's worth a million dollars. Can scam artists scam people, buyers? Yes. There's probably someone out there who can take a copy of yours, upload it in 2027, and try to say, oh, well, this is the original artist. But here's the thing. If you know what blockchain is, if you help your buyer do the research, as if the buyer is spending a million dollars on an NFT, then they should do their research. They should know how to do the research. They should be able to look right on the blockchain and find that in 2025, that you or a very specific artists uploaded the work. And in 2027, someone else copied that and from a different wallet, random wallet, uploaded that piece of art. So that's something to consider. That is why the blockchain is so valuable. Yes, you could go on Instagram and go back to the dates and say, oh, well, this person uploaded this on uploaded in 2025. So obviously it belongs to them. But the problem with that is it's much more difficult to track because that only tracks that one very specific moment in time of when it was uploaded. Nothing else. And you'd have to like dig through the internet to figure out if somebody uploaded it on a different Instagram page years earlier. But if you have the blockchain, if you upload something onto the blockchain, if you create an NFT, a non-fungible token, a token uh, a token that shows the specific moment in time that a, a artwork was uploaded, if you have that evidence, then every time that NFT sells, every time someone else buys it, there is a tracking that that transaction that that nft transferred hands to a different person transferred wallets went to a different wallet and when you can have that trail that history of all the th- people that have owned that nft or the wallets that owned that nft that makes them that much more valuable makes them that much more trusted and makes them that much more worth worth i mean that much more valuable because you can know that it's verifiable where it was i mean just imagine if there was a technology That the greatest artists of history were able to do where they were like able to put some trip chip onto their painting that was not copyable that was not that was impossible to imitate that you know, maybe they put it into their paintings and the very specific part of the painting and you know, you could track that painting for every person who owned it and you know, only that one chip could show that it was a truly authentic painting then. You know, and assuming they made a way to where it couldn't be like manipulated or copied or something I mean that's where blockchain is today um, you know they've made it to where there's an authentic tracking system that shows proof and evidence of when an artwork was uploaded and that's where the value comes in and that is where this is creating a future a path for many artists to start to be able to earn more income online. Instead of, you know, just uploading for free, which is nice, you know, definitely still share some of your work. Sometimes you need to build an audience for your material, but to at least appreciate this amazing new technology that has been available to no artists before for them to create something, upload it online and make it an official, like authentic piece in the simplest way possible, which would be on blockchain. I mean, literally you go on a website, attach a wallet. You upload the image and the website does the rest of the work for you. It really is that amazing. So check out blockchain technology, Ethereum, Solana. Learn about these technologies. If you're an artist and you want to start getting involved in that technology, it's going to be such a game changer. It is an absolutely revolutionary, amazing way. I mean, think about how long it used to take for people like an artist, like what they had to do. In order to to sell their artwork they had the there was a great call group called the uh the there was a, the florida the florida travelers or, i can't remember exactly but there was a group of artists um you know they're honored during black history month usually but there's a group of men the Highwaymen, i think or some no not the Highwaymen. anyway there are a group of artists they were uh, black americans and what they did was they made art they were very um very they thought outside the box they were a very creative group of artists not just in their work but in their approach to earning an income so they would all get together they would start to make uh art at night and then during the day they would go out on trips together you know into the town and try to sell it door to door and that was how they became massively successful and well-known. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't remember the name exactly. Something, the Florida Highwaymen and the Florida Men or something like that because they worked in Florida, I think. And they made a huge following. But they had to make their art, get the painting supplies, get the materials, get together, paint and spend all their time at night to make their work. And then they had to go out on the street in the mornings walk door to door in the hot the cold well florida's usually hot so mostly in the hot and rainy weather of florida and they had to sell their work which is not easy in itself to actually have to go picture work and to you know knock on doors get rejected and all that but imagine the artist today all you need to do is is install a wallet onto your mobile device you know Think of all the safety precautions, do some more research to, to know how to keep yourself safe, which, you know, I explained in the book, The Simple artist Guide to Forge Your Path and NFTs, but know that. And then it's as simple as uploading. I mean, it's almost, it's maybe, it takes maybe one more step more or a couple more steps than it is to just simply upload an image to Instagram. Except if you do it with blockchain and you're uploading as NFT, you have a potential to earn an income from it. And that is where we've got such a huge opportunity. So I wish great opportunities for you. I wish you the best. I'm grateful for you to be here to watch this video. If you stuck it through, great. And with that, thank you for watching and have a wonderful and prosperous day. I'm not afraid of